Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope you're doing fantastic. Hope you had a wonderful, beautiful holiday. We are going into the last week of the year, and I felt like it was going to be a great time for a little bit of reflection, a little time to look inward while you're slowly morphing into the same shape as your couch as you've watched the 10th episode of Emily in Paris and thought, Lily Collins desperately needs Botox, but hey, I don't hate the bangs for hiding the loose forehead. That sounded like the cuntiest thing I could ever say. And all women don't need Botox, but specifically, I don't know why it's really making the back of my neck itch. Anyways, while you're morphing into the the same shape as your couch and you're having time as you reach your hand into another bowl of chips or caviar, or maybe you just have a loose baked potato wrapped in tinfoil sitting on your coffee table that you pick up and you take a bite of every maybe 20 to 30 minutes because, I don't know, you're feeling lonely. This is probably the best time for you to just lay on the couch. Let this episode be almost a reflective, dare I say, meditative self-help moment where we're going to sit and reflect on what we've done this year and set some goals and intentions for the new year. I thought there'd be nobody better that I should do this with than the largest pain in my ass and Duly the love of my life, the one and only, the iconic Italian stallion, Jeff Daniels. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to find yourself a safe space. I want you to sit in a comfy chair, maybe lie down on that hardwood floor because you have a tight back, or again, you're morphing into the couch. And I want you to put down that loose baked potato that you have. You know what also with that baked potato, I just envision like it's wrapped up in tinfoil, but you've unwrapped it kind of like a burrito, right? So the top of the baked potato is just exposed. And then you did, you weren't so lazy, like you were too lazy to put the sour cream and the cheddar and the chives and the bacon bits and the butter in the potato. But instead you just have little bowls of it. You just have bowls of like ranch dressing and bacon bits. And so you take your loose baked potato in between episodes of Emily and Barrett's and you dip it in ranch or you dip it in sour cream and then you dip it in the bacon bits because the sour cream is thick enough that it would hold the bacon bits and the cheddar and you take a bite. But before you put it to your mouth, all right, so let's just walk through this. The baked potato is in the right hand. You dip it once in sour cream. You dip it then with the cheddar. Then you top it with the bacon bits and you have a dual salt and pepper shaker. Th -th -th -th. Hit it with the salt and pepper and then you take a bite of that potato. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how I picture you right now on the couch listening to this podcast. Anyway, let's bring him in. He's the man, the myth, the legend, and I am just, just been lurking in our home around me. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the iconic Jeff Daniels. Hi, honey. Hi, babe. So is Jackie just on your mind lately? Because you basically labeled Jackie's daily existence right now, probably. Emily in Paris, caviar, <laughs> chips, potatoes, all her favorite things. Yes. Well, I, I was texting Jackie yesterday and Jackie Schimmel, if you don't know, shout out to the one and only the iconic Jackie Schimmel. She and I are trying to plan a Paris part due. So we're working on that. We're working on a Paris trip. 
I don't know when I'm going to have time to do that, but we are going to go for a couple of days. Why don't you and I go to Paris, Jeff? What's the latest romantic trip that you've planned just for the two well, of us? We can absolutely go to Paris. If we, we, you know what? We went to dinner last night with our friends, Jared and Hayden, and we were doing a lot of, a lot of trip planning and you don't have as much free time as you think. So you've got a lot of big ideas and not enough time. I do have a lot of big ideas, but here's the thing is that the travel that I do is for work. It's not for pleasure. Do I want to go to Providence, Rhode Island and do a show? Absolutely. Of course I do. I love being on the road, but I'd also like to pop over to Provence, France and have a rosé tasting and maybe rub some loose lavender leaves all over my pussy. You know, those are the kind of things that I'd like to do in my time off. What do you do in your time off, Jeff? The audience is probably the number one question in our year in review is they would love to know what you have done with your time off this past 2022 season <laughs> uh there was a lot of golf there mm. was a lot of pining after my wife as she traveled the country and what we, do you mean pining after just me? sitting here just staring off into the distance crying that you weren't around just, oh riggs is in the yard riggs is out Did, and about he's taking a dump okay there you go good boy and just waiting for that real estate market to turn so. Okay. Now, can you explain maybe for some of us who don't understand what the wait is, the holdup, when you say we're waiting for the real estate market to turn, we need it to what? We need prices to come down about 30% because they're currently overvalued and we ain't overpaying. Got it. And so- We, we ain't no sucker. Okay. We are, we are no suckers. I feel like I'm a little bit of a sucker because I have been on the grind this year, but- I don't know what to say about next year. I saw Nostradamus posted that. I mean, he didn't post like he's still alive and he's still with us and he has an Instagram. He's just, he's just throwing tweets up. Yeah. But I guess his 2023 predictions are that there will be a six-month war. World War Three is going to happen. The Antichrist, an Antichrist. I don't know if it's the Antichrist, but an Antichrist will show up. And what was the last one? It was just as bad. It was something worse. Hold on, I'll pull it up. At what point do we think that this is all one big scum? It, so, but, it, no, no, just hear me out here. Okay. So, so it's 2023 coming up in a, in a couple of days. How far do we think Nostradamus would have went out with his predictions? Did he just lay out like 200 years worth of predictions? Or was it like 10 years and somebody else just kind of like in a pseudonym picked up his name and started doing shit? So he wrote a book. He wrote a book about predictions, and I don't think anybody's touched that book since he wrote it. So he's done it through like, I think he said like the world totally ends in like 2023. So it says Nostradamus predicts an ant antichrist arrives, World War Three, and the monarchy dies. So, and he, and I went back and read this New York Post. I mean, it's the New York Post, so take it for what it's worth. But he did accurately predict 9-11 covid and a couple other things so i'm all i'm gonna say oh he said in 2022 this is what they're like comparing to he said that ai was going to take over people are going to become obsessed with cannibalism and and the way that they're comparing it is jeffrey dahmer the dahmer movie on netflix was the number one movie netflix has ever produced period most viewed show of all time and ai did take over and he also predicted cryptocurrency so i don't know do i have my faith in my lord and savior jesus christ and i believe that there's a lot of false prophets out there yes i do but also you know, should you maybe, should you maybe get a couple cans of beans and just throw them in the back of the truck? Probably. So again, the skeptical person in me wants to know what date did he go to? Like, where's this book? And does he go out to like 2050? Does he go out to 2055? Like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a wrap in like the next 12 years, like straight up. Jeff, I love you. You, this is why we're a good team because I'm a dreamer and a little, could get a little kooky. And, and the New Yorker in me is like, where's the fallacy in this? Yeah. You're like, this guy's sitting under the this Brooklyn This guy's bridge. full of shit. Yeah. This yeah. guy's full of shit. <laughs> Fuck, forget about it. Don't trust them. Where I'm like, you know what I mean? You know, he could be onto something. Anyways, I, you know, I always set my intention to my, and my goal for the beginning of the year podcast episode is we're going to set our intention with our vision boards. But I think it's good to reflect before you start on a new journey, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever that is, you should take a look at what you've accomplished the close last year. Close the chapter on the last year. Close the chapter. But you know what? Is life ever, do you close a chapter? You don't. You just keep adding new ones. 
Did you know that not all probiotics are created equal? That's why I love Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. It's a broad-spectrum plant-based prebiotic with 24-strain probiotic formulated for digestive, gut immune, and additional systemic benefits. Capsule and Capsule protects against stomach acid, digestion enzymes, and bile salts for viability through digestion. Okay, what does all this mean? Well, the live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon. That's the thing. If you've ever taken probiotics before, half the time it doesn't get absorbed in the right places by the time it really needs to get all the way down into your gut. I freaking love Seeds DSO1's Daily Symbiotic. It's so great. It comes in a nice, honestly, a like very aesthetically pleasing glass jar. And you just take two every day and it's freaking awesome. I knew it was too good to be true. But then when I tried it, I was like, wait, this is actually the real deal. And I just freaking love them. Right now you can start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely. Again, go to seed.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash absolutely and use code absolutely. If you want a fantastic, amazing probiotic that is just all encompassing and does the damn work for you where you don't have to take a million lotions and potions and pills and all that jazz, you're going to love Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic. You know, you probably think California prunes are great for your gut health, but did you know that they help with bone health and heart health too? Plus, they're friggin' delicious. I'm excited to tell you about California prunes because they're going to become your new pantry essential. First off, they're an amazing healthy snack. When you're in between meals and don't want something too carby or sugary, California prunes are perfect. They contain dietary fiber plus nutrients to support good gut health, potassium to support heart health, vitamin K, copper, and other antioxidants to support healthy bones. Visit www.californiaprunes.org for more information and delicious recipes and pick up some California prunes on your next shopping trip. California prunes are also have great ingredients for baking and cooking, and you can reduce the amount of sugar or oil in a recipe by swamping in prunes or prune puree. And prunes are terrific on a cheese or charcuterie board too. Hey, maybe you didn't know this, but prunes are also delicious and have a rich, deep flavor that pairs beautifully with everything from espresso to chocolate, to caramel, and cinnamon. And if you're a flavor fanatic, you get it. Visit www.californiaprunes.org for more information and delicious recipes and pick up some California prunes on your next shopping trip for snacking, cooking, and baking. Again, visit californiaprunes.com. You can also check them out for recipes and be sure to look for California prunes at your favorite supermarket or specialty shop. That's californiaprunes.org. So Jeff, your year end review, where are you at emotionally? How do you feel? What do you think? How do you think this past year went? I think it was great. We successfully executed our wedding of our dreams finally after three postponements. And, you know, that was really the highlight of our year. And you wrapped up another successful tour. Yeah. And, you know, we've been we've been shaking and grooving and keeping busy. And I am optimistic going into 2023. Now, I haven't really brought any guests on period since the wedding, just because I'm I'm exhausted by trying to talk to anybody but myself. But what would you say, because I haven't really debriefed you, what would you say for you was the highlight of our wedding experience? Because we just got our videos back nine months later and we were watching the teaser last night and I shed a tear. I shed a tear and then we immediately got into an argument about, you know, our respective families. But I'm just curious, like, what was the highlight for you of the wedding? The highlight for me was everybody saying how much fun they had meeting everybody else. Yes. So when we were able to bring multiple friend groups together and they all enjoyed each other's company as we enjoy their company, Mm -hmm. that was really a highlight because it kind of reassured me that, you know, we have really good friends and that we we surround ourselves with really good people. So, uh huh. Exactly. But I mean, what was there a highlight on the honeymoon? Because see, you haven't seen the new tour and I just feel like this is a safe space for us to discuss. And I brought up to you what I talk about on the road, but I really let, let the audience know what happened on our honeymoon. So was there a highlight for you on the honeymoon? I'm not going to dig much deeper because you're gonna have to see the live show, but for all the bitching and complaining you did on our honeymoon, what was the one, one moment that you enjoyed? 
Well, I'm looking forward to finally seeing the show in Augusta. That'll be in a few weeks, so we could finally see how much of it really is based on me. Mm. But I've I've been is given, really based on you. I've been given some some clues that the content monster is kind of the muse for your new act. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. The content monster is the muse. Yep. Wow. Wow. Not my words, someone else's. Okay. Can, whose words, Jeff? Not mine. One of our friends. Okay. And who? Who's seen the show? Angelique? Maybe. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Continue. So the highlight of the honeymoon, it has to be Como, Pasolacqua. I mean, that place was just magical and we both felt very privileged to be there. And it was just, it was everything that, you know, you want to start a trip off with. Yeah. But it was also, we still had my whole family with us and other friends. So there wasn't, you enjoyed Pasla Aqua because you weren't alone with me. Was there a moment? No, you make it seem like I like dreaded being alone with you. Those are your words, not mine. Jeff, at one point in Amalfi, I found you biting into a towel in the shower, crying, going, get away from me. So I don't know. Did you have a moment where it was just the two of us for the next 28 days on the honeymoon that really was just a highlight? Because we haven't actually debriefed. We watched the one minute trailer of our wedding video last night. I shed a tear, but I just feel like you and I have not really discussed the magical moments from our honeymoon. There were plenty of them. Please tell me what you enjoyed. Walking what through did the you streets enjoy? of Terramina, holding hands. Wait, oh, hold on. Do you mean the us holding hands while you are sweating, making us run to a 6 p.m. dinner reservation because you refuse to eat after 8 p.m. and nobody in Italy eats that early? Do you see the size of me? I get hungry. Jeff, that's not, it's that you dictated with your attitude what time we ate every night. Okay, so walking you, through the streets you, of Terramina. You have a very European view of how spacing out meals works. That does not jive with my idea of when we should eat dinner. <laughs> that doesn't jive? Yeah, you want to eat dinner at like 9.30 reservation, whereas I'm like, you know, I'm uh, already, no, 9.30 doesn't no. work for me. This is why, Jeff, I am actually more Italian than you, and I've been working on a new bit in the show about your family thinks that you're so Italian, but I'm actually Italian because you have to, when you show up to places, i.e. a foreign country, um, excuse me, <clears throat> my motherland, you have to show up and assimilate, be a chameleon, if you will. Nobody wants to see the the, the American Italian running around, I gotta eat at six o'clock because I, I want to be in bed by nine. I don't have to eat at six o'clock, just any time before eight o'clock okay that's not a thing jeff it's europe they don't you, you know i wanted to rent a house in spain this summer for the summer but you know in spain they don't even go out to dinner till 11 so am i going to be banging my head against a terracotta wall this summer in portugal if i decide to do this for a family vacation because you're going to be upset that they don't eat dinner till 10 no you'll just have to feed me tapas until we're ready to go to dinner yeah i'll feed you tapas you know you and i don't like tapas why because the portions are <laughs> too small. We end up eating three meals just with the amount of tapas that we consume. No, anytime you and I have ever been to a tapas place, they're just like, we just, okay, an Italian tapas called a cicchetti, which is like a little bite that you have around like five to, to eight before dinner. And again, five to eight before before dinner. Dinner starts after eight. And anytime we went to a cicchetti place anywhere in Italy, they were like, we're out. Like we don't have any more. There's no more tapenade. There's no, no more bruschetta. Like we can't satisfy your demand. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what the fuck? And then we're like, it's fine. We'll get a, We'll go to the pizza place next door. I have three pizzas and then we'll go have our seven course tasting. But one moment, Jeff. Okay. So I'm sorry. I cut you off by being sarcastic and rude and cunty. A moment that you enjoyed on our honeymoon was walking through the streets of Terramina after dinner because that's the only time you're really in a good mood was after dinner. Like most people, including yourself, I do better when fed. So, yes. Okay. So walking through the streets of Terramina holding hands. Yes, it was beautiful. Okay. And maybe one more highlight. Post-wedding. Post-wedding glow. Post -wedding, oh, the boat days, duh. Those were magical. The first boat day we did off Ischia, and then we went over to Capri and did the whole day. That was just iconic, stunning, beautiful. One of the best days of my life. Yeah, just lounging, drinking champagne. This is why I think, honey, we need to add to the vision board of next year of, of, of aquatics. We were watching the movie Top Gun, and iconic, incredible movie, right? I come from a long line of pilots, fighter pilots as well. My papa was in the Korean War. What other wars was he in? Vietnam War? No. No, just Korean. Just Korean. Just Korean. Yeah. I don't know. 
I get very confused with what dates the wars happen. Do you know what I mean? Like the civil war to me in my brain is the exact same time as World War II, but I know it's not because I, I studied history. Just think in chronological order. It goes World War II, Korean, Vietnam. Well, I did not know that the Korean was after World War II. Okay, okay, you know what? You say that flippantly, Jeff. I'm just saying in my brain, which is already dyslexic with numbers, it's very confusing to me to figure out time and space when it comes to dates. Like I, like when I think about Cleopatra, did you know that Cleopatra, the 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 dates in which we think she was like reigned was actually over two thousand year period. So were there multiple Cleopatras? No, but everybody thinks that like they kind of lump her into over two thousand years when she was only around for you know say fifty years or something. In our minds, we imagine the like Egyptian Empire oh, got to it. be it I was see. actually over like a two thousand year span. I see what you're saying. History can be confusing, guys, because a lot of it's been fucking misinterpreted, okay? What I'm saying is, what was the question? I don't even know. I'm staring at you. You were talking about good aquatics. Eyebrows. You were talking okay. about aquatics, and somehow we delved into Cleopatra. All right, this is what I've learned, <clears throat> and then I'll get into my year in review, okay? Highs and lows, rose and thorn, if you will. Watching Top Gun, obviously it's a movie. They're actors. None of them are real pilots. But I realize I'm not great at a skill other than giggles, working my ass off, networking and and having social maturity. I have social and emotional maturity. I've been working with my therapist and I've realized you don't have to be book smart. You can also be socially mature. You're also a great dog mom and a great wife. Thank you. I know you're just beefing me up so you can get a BJ after this because I did promise you if you came on the pod you're with great, me, you're I'd great suck at your dick. <laughs> okay. You know what I love? Modern fertility. Modern fertility is an awesome way to check your fertility hormones in the safety and comfort of your own home. Modern fertility is such a no-brainer when it comes to a thoughtful gift to give somebody or honestly just a gift to give yourself. Here's the thing. We don't know what we don't know about our hormones until we get them checked. And I had no idea about my low fertility levels until I used modern fertility. You know, we're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for our annual checkups, but checking in with our fertility isn't usually a thing until we're ready for kids and struggling to get pregnant. Again, if you're a young woman, I cannot tell you how important it is. Invest in yourself, invest in the self-care and just check your hormones. Even if you don't want kids tomorrow, if you don't want kids for 10 years down the road, I wish I would have done this sooner and I love modern fertility. What it does is it's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka like if you have more or fewer eggs than your average for your age and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results and review with your doctors for next steps. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off a test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. My point is, is that I don't have really like a physical, tangible skill skill. I'm not great at gardening. I'm not great with like woodworking. I don't know how to tie ropes. I started watching a masterclass online with this woman who's a female survivalist that shows you like what to do if you're out in the wilderness and you need to survive. Heather, there's only one Bear Grylls. I'm not trying to be Bear Grylls, Jeff, but if Nostradamus said that we only have a couple years left, I would at least like to have a skill, i.e. I know how to fly a plane. I'm all about getting our multiple pilot's licenses this year, but obviously we've got to find the time in between your travel to do that make that happen yeah well, you need something like what ten thousand i think it's like uh ten thousand hours ten thousand is that like the malcolm gladwell thing or is that the requirements to get your pilot's license i feel like it's the malcolm gladwell thing it's oh ten, he just says you need ten thousand hours for to, to develop a true skill um pilot's license may not be ten thousand hours because that seems like a lot but well if it's ten thousand hours and i am a <laughs> shit out of luck yeah. no i am a professional sex worker okay yeah let's be honest i spent plenty of plenty an hour on my back doing what I got to do to get a buck. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just feel like I should know how to drive a boat. We tried to buy a boat this can, year, which was a terrible idea. Driving a boat is just like driving cards. No, it's pretty much the same thing. No, it's not, Jeff. Have you ever seen people it's try and bring in a boat? It's reverse. That's all it is. It's just the other way. Counterclockwise, clockwise, the other way. 
That's it. You just reverse what you would do with a steering wheel of a car. Other than that, it's the same thing. I feel like this is almost a mansplaining moment about parallel parking. I feel like this is layered and there's something else you really want to say. No, you are a very decent driver. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see at night, but other than that, you're a very decent driver. Decent. I'll take it. Okay. I don't like to drive. No, you know what I do like? Well, my Audi has been in the shop for three weeks because Jeff sideswiped it. So I've been <clears throat> with Sans car, but it's fine because I, you know, I sacrifice what I sacrifice for his family. With our garage door. He did. He did. Dead sober. Got in an argument. What I'm saying is I like to feel, I like to go on a road trip by myself. I do like to be in the car by myself where I can listen to my music. I like the sunroof open. I like the wind whipping in my hair and having like, you know, listening to All Saints, Bewitched. You don't know these bands, but they're bands from the UK. Bewitched was an Irish girl pop band and they were very iconic. Maybe a little old Avril Lavigne. I just like to listen to iconic girl groups while I drive around Georgia with the wind in my hair. I don't like driving with you because it is it's nauseating how aggressive you drive and you ride people. Again, you're a New York driver, which is fine because it's good that you're an aggressive driver, but you always yell at me like, why are you closing your eyes, clenching your fists? Why is your asshole tight? I can feel you (laughs) clenching your asshole next to me. And if I say anything and if I'm like, ooh, or ooh, then you yell at me. You're very, you're very audible and you kind of do the cringy face like you're having a stroke. I just, immediately become aware of how uncomfortable you are. Yes, but you don't slow down. So I don't like riding in the car with you, plain and simple. I'm just going to say it. That's something that I've taken away from 2022. Am I glad you drive me? Yes. Am I glad you're not a big drinker so you can drive me home from restaurants? I am very grateful for that. But regardless, back to the fact is, Jeff, we need to learn a skill. Either I need to learn how to drive I told you what my skill is. I want to get my pilot's license this year. What are the action steps we're going to do to accomplish that, Jeff? Well, have we signed I, up for a class? I have the study materials, actually, that your dad got me all those years ago. Okay, so. but can I be honest with you? I have a feeling. Probably outdated. Yeah, we need to refresh but, that. He's been dead for seven years. But. But. I'm sure 90% of it is probably still the same. Okay. Well, then crack open the book, Jeff. Instead of watching golf videos and jerking off to golf videos every night, maybe we crack open a how to get in a Cessna if we need to steal it because the world's ending and we got to get away from the nuclear wreckage. Okay, and I'll learn how to, I will start taking boating lessons, maybe sailing, if we got to hit the open water because the only place that's safe is in the middle of the fucking Pacific. You and I need to work as a team and figure out how to escape. Although I've said this before, if the nuclear bomb hits, just fucking take me out. I'm not trying to survive the aftermath. Are you? You're not trying to eat cans of tuna in the cave somewhere? No, I'm not. Because can you imagine how miserable it would be to be stuck in a fucking cave together? Oh, you without TikToks in a cave would just be... It's not even the TikToks. It would just be me being like, I, I, we w- first of all, we would run out of food day five. You and I both know it. We wouldn't be very good at rationing. That's for sure. No, we wouldn't be good at rationing. And on top of that, we would just be sweaty and hot and you would have a panic attack. Listen, if the cave is deep enough, it's got built-in air conditioning. So we may be okay on the sweat front. Jeff, where is the fucking cave? Uh, we we'll didn't We didn't ever build a bunker. We're late. We're the suckers. While everybody else had their nose down prepping for three years, we're fucked. We have three cans of beans upstairs. At least I got a Berkey filter water system and maybe I'll throw my giant Stanley cup But what are you going to fill the Stanley with? Fucking nuclear runoff? No, you think too late. We got to start prepping, buddy. You love a conspiracy theory. No. First of all, that's a false statement. I don't love a conspiracy theory. I actually have debunked most of the conspiracy theories. I'm not a QAnon girly. What I am is looking to the stars. And I said a specific prayer last night. I said, God, if something's coming, will you put it on my heart to give me wisdom so that I know how to protect my family? That is very different than than being a conspiracy theorist. Was this before or after the eighth TikTok video about the end of the world? The, the fifth. It was the fifth. Okay. All I'm saying is maybe that's something that we add to our repertoire for 2023 is get prepared. Okay. Okay. So I guess we're buying property somewhere where there's a cave already on, on premises and we're going to learn how to boat and why? Yes, Jeff. I do think that if you're going to continue to expand our real estate empire, we may have to 
I, I, I got to tell you, the ROI on a bunker that's just going to sit empty with no inhabitants for a yeah. while is, is not great. Unless there truly is the payoff of the end of the world and we'll be able to put it to use. But. but that's the thing is you have the bunker and then you're ready to go. You're dialed in. You hope you never have to use it. It's like being a responsible weapons owner. You hope you never have to use it. You know what I'm saying? Well, weapons, the weapons front were okay. We just need our cave now. Okay. Anyways, Jeffrey, what did you enjoy about me on our honeymoon? <laughs> we're circling back to that now after all this. That's how a podcast works. Yes, that's how it works. I told you what I enjoyed about you. I enjoyed spending time together and didn't being with you all the time. Other until about week three. Week three, we ran out of things to talk about. We sat at breakfast and I looked at him and I said, Tell me something you've never told anyone. Yeah. You were really grasping at straws to, to make conversation. And I just looked at you and I think I bu- I, I said something along the lines of Usually we don't spend this much time together. I know everything you did today. There is nothing new that you can tell me. Okay, here was the problem. I didn't bring a book on the fucking honeymoon because you know when I was more prepared for the wedding, I thought we were going to have time to go to a bookstore. There are no bookstores in Italy. You were desperate for an English book I was, while we were in Italy. I was dying. The only English books I found were the most boring, like history of the Medici family. And I bought the book and it was so it was written by an English woman who literally was the worst writer on the planet. I was like, this isn't even an accurate depiction of history. So I had nothing to read. So then I was just stuck in Sicily having our white Lotus moment, sitting on the beaches, listening and gossiping. Like I was just dialed into everybody else's family drama around me. And I would just listen to like couples fight and kids fight because I was so bored. And you had your ear pods in and only listen to golf podcasts and wouldn't speak to me by day 10. You love making your own kind of reality show on a vacation in your world you're trying to figure out where everybody's from what everybody's doing what their marital issues are (laughs) what's wrong with their children just by you looking at them across the pool and you're telling me that doesn't sound like a good time to you i have been living white lotus over and over again every day that i awake i'm like what kind of shit can we stir today where you are just in your own world. You're like Tanya from White Lotus. I'm just looking out going, this is beautiful. How great is this? And I'm just relaxing. No, Jeff, you literally, oh my God, I'm Greg. You're Tanya from White Lotus. You're literally- So you're scamming me is what you're saying. Jeff, I've been scamming since the day we met, okay? But technically I'm in a Tanya position, but you're actually Tanya because you could be sitting on a boat. There's gays actually actively trying to murder you and you would be like- what do you guys have appetizers? <laughs> you know you would. It's chiquetti time. Where's my food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There could be literally Raymond could be coming up behind you with a knife, and you Raymond's would, not sneaking up on anybody. Yeah, you're right. He's not. He would start giggling too hard. Okay. Regardless, back to end of the year. I'm going to go over my rose and thorn of the year, and you go over your rose and thorn of the year. Oh, okay. My rose of the year was the top half of the year, okay? The end of the comeback tour was so much fun. Into the wedding, that was my rose. Like that, basically all of May, all of June, into our month-long honeymoon, July. Those three months were the three most fun months of my life, truly. And I will say my thorn was the depression that set in once I got back from that. I came back from the wedding We were just married. I do talk about this in the new tour, so I won't do too much new material here. But then I sat in my office and realized the amount of work that I had set in front of me and that we were basically starting from scratch when it came to my tour, the TV shows, all of this. I just, you know, you're down off that high. I'm just going to be very honest because nobody talks about that. The high that you come down from when you're like, what do I have to look forward to? Do I have to look forward to the rest of my life with this person? For sure. But there were moments. I'd hope so. Yes. But there were moments where we were just sitting at home and my mom was, I was like. You have buyer's remorse? No, 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 no. That's not, I did not say that. I just, did you not feel like a little depression after our wedding? Oh yeah. Well, because it's something that we planned for three years and we finally, you know, got to do it and it just feels like it went by in a blur. So like, what do we do next? My rose was the, the, I guess, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 has been a real thorn. And I'm going to f- turn it around. So the entire year? <laughs> no, I said Q1, two, three. I don't oh, know is, what the is, Qs is, are, is there Jeff. A, there are three-month periods of the year. So January, February, March is Q1. 
Yeah, so I'm April, saying the May, first, the, the, the top three cues. So basically up until September was a high for me. And September to December has been a real fucking thorn. Being back out on the road has been incredible, but I had to start seeing a therapist again. I've had about seven fallouts with everybody that I know. And it's just, I've been in a real funk. I'm just being honest with the, and transparent with the listeners right now. We'll get a clean slate coming up in another week. What's your rose and thorn, Jeff? My specific rose is seeing you close out the last tour at the Fox because that was a dream come true for you. That really was. And it was just great to see you realize your dream and how happy you were and what a sense of accomplishment that that brought, as well as our wedding night. That was just, you know. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Wait, you just, the way you said it, when you're like, and our wedding night, it sounds like we're two Amish virgins. And you were like, that was the highlight yes. of my life. You and I have never you had finally, sex. You finally showed me your butthole. <laughs> that, that's, that, that was the best night of my life. Just the way, instead of saying like, and our wedding, the way you said wedding night, because I did have to do the sex wedding night. And I remember being like, Jeff, I'm exhausted. And you were like, we will do the sex. We will make this official. We will. We will consummate this marriage. But mm -hmm. anyway, that's not specifically what I was talking about. I was talking about literally the Boom Boom Room with DJ Remo and all our friends and what a fantastic night that was. You're welcome for planning such an incredible you iconic planned wedding. A, I give you all the credit for our incredible wedding. Great. I should. But what was your personal rose? Because obviously our partnership, like I enjoyed the Fox and all that was exciting for me. What was your personal rose though? Something that specifically only relates to me because both of those things relate to me. Yes, only specifically relates to you. Did you have a learning lesson this year? Did you have like a breakthrough with your golf swing? Did your dick get bigger? Like what has happened to you all, personally? All, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> what is something maybe I, I'm just trying to be out here thinking outside the box. You're thinking too big for me. I'm, uh, I literally. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why it is such a surprise to me that every female podcast isn't always in the top 10 charts. Because if you really go back and listen to dudes talk on podcasts, it's literally like this. It's like, I don't know what I'm saying. I like boobs. I like golf. I like boobs. I like golf. That's all dudes talk about. I am sitting across from my husband and he's literally like, I don't know what I like. I just told you the two, the, the two things that were the highlights of my year and you go, that's not it. Think of something else. No, I'm just saying, was there, some, I'm asking Jeff, we're pivoting. I'm really throwing some hard hitting questions at you. Is there anything that you learned about yourself? Sorry, maybe not a highlighter. I, I, I misspoke. I apologize. Was there something, did you ever have a learning lesson? Because I learned things in this treacherous Q4. Yes, how to be more patient living with with two very opinionated women. That was that was my that was my real growth moment of, <laughs> of, of the year. So yet again, it's about me, Jeff, and not. I also learned about patience, and I also learned about putting my foot down and not letting people walk all over me. That was a Q four moment and realization. Who was walking all over you? Because I know you're not looking at me. I'm not looking at you. I've had business things where people are trying to pull a fast one. I've had interpersonal things. I've just said, I'm putting my foot down and I've got to, I've got to create a safe and patient space for myself because I'm given a lot and not receiving a lot. That has nothing to do with you. Jeff, why are you acting like you don't know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know how much we're going into it or not. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> God, you I, guys, I don't okay. know if us doing podcasts is a good idea because I feel like it just turns into like a marital <laughs> dispute every time we do this. It's not a marital dispute. I was just saying as an example, okay, I learned I've got to like put my foot down with some stuff. So you learned you need to have more patience because you live with outspoken women. Yes. And, and how, what are the action steps or tools that you've learned how to use, like how do you, to deal with us? Just constantly remind myself that I love the two of you. And when I get really frustrated to walk away. To walk away. Yep. Okay. Remember what Dorinda said from the Real Housewives. Do I, I don't because I don't watch. Say it, forget it. Write it, it, regret it. it. I've heard you say that before. That's why when people love to get in like a text message fight with me, I shut it down. I'm like, you want to have a conversation with me? Pick up the phone and let's talk. But if you think that we're going to go back and forth over text, you're out of your mind. Do you know what I'm saying? I got it. So what are some of the goals that you have going into the new year? What are some things that you're like, other than the fact that we learn, need to learn how to fly an airplane and boat? 
Can we learn that all in Q1 or is that not enough time? That's considering your busy schedule. That's probably not enough time. We're probably going to need all year for that. How quick can we build a bunker? Not quick enough. Not quick enough. Can we even dig below our house? How does that work? No, we don't want to. I mean, you could technically, but I mean, we have a foundation that we would have to dig through. And You're in construction, though. I feel like you could figure that out. We could put it behind the pool if we want, but. A bunker behind the pool. And that, my friends, that's some sexy talking. Okay, so we need to learn a major tactile skill. I would also like to learn a new language. So tunneling is, is another Dude. thing you want to add to <laughs> yes. want to add to the resume? Yes, tunneling is something that we need to learn how to do. Maybe canning also, because I watch all these people who can food on TikTok. I mean, do I want to eat like sour peaches that have been the canned? Southern in you doesn't know how to can? No, Jeff, I didn't grow up with a Southern mother, okay? Like my dad used to know how to do that shit, but do you think Kyle McMahon ever fucking canned a peach? No, he sat back and his mom fucking did it because spoiled, they're Southern spoiled boys. Anyways, all I'm saying is we need to learn some skills, okay? I'm all about building our skill set. Okay, what else would you like to accomplish in 2023? Uh, I'd like to get down to a mid-single-digit handicap. That's that's a big goal of 2023. A mid single digit. So mm-hmm. where are we at right now? We are on the 10-11 border. Okay. So we're close. We're close, but we want to get down to like a, a six or a five. Jeff, that seems like you're cutting it in half. I feel like that's a very egregious, that's almost professional level. No, it's not a professional level. Okay. Okay. Not even close. Great. So that's a big goal. So you're saying there's more golf in my future. More golf will be in the future, yes. Mm, fantastic. More practice, more golf. Any trips you'd like to go on, Jeff? We discussed all our trips last night, yes. But now that you're adding apparently Spain and where else did you want to? Oh, you wanted to go to Provence to smell the lavender and rub it all over your pussy? Yes, I do. I feel like that sounds very relaxing. Listen, Provence is a beautiful place. I've been. I would definitely go back. But we have a lot of trips and not a lot of time. So we kind of have to prioritize where we would like to go. So why don't you tell everybody your top three places that you would like to go? I really want to go to Tokyo. Great. I'm on board. And stop over in Seoul for a little South Korean experience. While you're there, do it. It's like going from New York to New Jersey. I want to go from, I want would like to go to Spain and Portugal. And I would like to go to Ireland. Okay. I said name three. <laughs> you just named Spain and Portugal are the same thing. They're two different countries, but they're right there. You know what I mean? That's like going to Italy and the same equivalent in France. It's basically right there. It's easy to pop over. Once you're in Europe, you can bounce around. But I'm dying to rent a house for like two weeks in Portugal and turn my phone off and like live, laugh, love and write a book. I'm trying to have a eat, pray, love moment, but where it's just like me in a home getting a suntan tinkering on the old ivories and eating. So did you hear what you just said? You want to take the time off that you have to go across the world to then use the time off to write a book. Because I have to, yes, Jeff, because you know why my business is so stressful? If I don't have a tour, a fucking book deal, a TV show, a podcast, and an OnlyFans with photos of my butthole, there's that that's the only way I can bring an in income. I have to whore myself out and spread myself so fucking thin because nothing in this business is guaranteed. And I have had a TV show deal for three fucking years and we've been working on it and I pray to God it gets picked up. My real goal for 2023 is to streamline the operation. I'm going to finish the next tour, do another special, and then I would like to have my own White Lotus moment. Okay, I would like to be booked on a hit TV show where I get to go like move somewhere cool for six months, shoot something really fabulous, and then have this piece of work that I'm really proud of to show everybody. (laughs) That's what I want to do. It, you know, though, I have to have eight, 18 fucking balls in the air for I one do, of them to work. That's, that's very commendable. You know, it's not like I'm just doing accounting. That's what people don't understand about this business. I don't just do one thing. I don't. It's like tax season's coming up. That's my goal. I make, you know, I go in there, I do everybody's taxes and I look at all their files or whatever accounting does. And then I'm. it's a wrap. I have to have 55 things in the fire because one of those things is not going to pan out. Do you know what I'm saying? I understand. Absolutely. So that's just where I'm at. Also, I feel like I am more creative when I'm abroad. You have to go out and get new material by being out in the world. Something about a vacation sig and just a lot of observation. Yes. 
There you go, honey. Put me in a five-star resort. Let me smoke a cig, eat some chiquettis and have an Aperol spritz and just really dial into just the drama. Really just hone in on the, the reverberations off the hotel pool and the conversations that are happening. That's exactly it. And I just feel like, you know, a book's in my future. Why am I not writing a book? Why haven't I written a book? I've had three different offers listen, and I haven't taken anybody up on it because I've been so fucking busy with the tours. Listen, if Guy Fieri can do it, you can. Listen, Guy Fieri can do a lot of things. And don't you dare disrespect my man. Do you have any goals of people you'd like to meet? Any Anybody on the list where you're like, man, this would really make my year if I got to bro out with said golfer or musician? Anybody in particular? No, but I mean, the Masters is on the horizon and I'm, that's always a place to meet new people and have a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. We don't have tickets to the Masters though. So we have to find tickets because your gay son, Raymond, got us tickets to the Masters. Nobody else reached into their pocket and Ray and I talked. That was the surprise of 2022. That was my biggest surprise was that Raymond Padilla, our wonderful son, yeah. who is a constant pain in the ass, but I love unconditionally, came through with Masters tickets. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get him this year because I don't know if we're going to get him from the same people again this year. I don't know. I might have to. You might have to start to put butthole photos on OnlyFans. We have a bunch of different options. I'm sure something will come through. But. Yeah, but can I? But I said this on the last when Ray and I did a debrief after the Masters. Nobody there cares. Like all these people. You know, the women care. Nobody else cares about us, though. The golfing community is like we're cool with them, but you know they haven't exactly put teed us off. To, you know, be, I should be doing commentating at the Masters. I think you and Raymond going around with a hot mic would be. Fucking fantastic. It would be good content. But I think they're worried that we will, you know. Ruin the brand? <laughs> bring a. You, you can't say butthole on a live coverage of, of the Masters. Bring a dark <laughs> shadow or a dark cloud over yeah. the prestigiousness of golf. Okay, so we want to go back to the Masters next year. Yes. We want to buy some property, possibly a bunker. A bunker, but more importantly, Probably some apartment buildings. Great. Okay. The ROI on apartment buildings is a lot better than a bunker. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. I would like to go to Ireland. When are we thinking about going on this Ireland trip? When it's not monsoon season. I don't mind some rain, but, you know, a little bit of warmer weather, not cold rain would be so preferable. I, honey, these are also my people. So I just want you to know that, like, that's Ireland. Oh, no, I understand. And I'm ready to go play golf in some shitty weather, but. It actually doesn't rain a lot. It rains more in Scotland. Ireland's just kind of like either bombing. or Either or is fine by me. So that that being said, the the answer to that question is April. We're looking to go in April. Are you ready to take another international trip with me in a set of golf clubs or? No, because I'm going to let you go play golf for a week beforehand, and then I'm going to show up, and then we're going to ship the clubs back because we're not going to drag them around. Because you don't want to look at them? I don't want to look at them, and then you and I are just going to enjoy ourselves with our friends and go from castle to castle, and I just want to eat pure Irish butter. I want to eat that catty gold butter, and I just want to eat loaves of sourdough bread and delicious butter and just fucking live, laugh, love, and have a pint of Guinness because I love Guinness. Guinness is actually my favorite beer. It's delicious. Shout out to Guinness, and that's what I want to do. So that's the plan. So okay. here's the thing. I I think this is why I get stressed out through the year. Q1, 2, 3 is always jam-packed. And then we go towards the fall and I'm starting to ruffle my feathers. So this is my goal. I am going to come out of the gate strong with Q1, Q2. Again, I don't know what those timeframes are. You love saying the Q. I do because it makes me feel like I'm a businesswoman. You are a businesswoman. I am a You business have a woman. thriving business. I do, but I'm just saying I'm going to come out guns a-blazing but I'm going to hope that I can find some sort of ebb and flow to the whole year so that it's not like I'm losing my mind for two months. A little and bit of balance. Balance is the correct word. And you know what? I am not a balanced fucking person. Did you have any thorns of the year, babe? No, no. Just, so let me get this straight. It has been smooth sailing, <laughs> golf hitting, just... Waiting for the economy to turn living. <laughs> rocking and rolling vacation for Jeff Daniels. It, it hasn't been a rocking and rolling vacation, but yeah, no. I mean, Heather, I've got nothing to complain about. I have a lovely wife, a beautiful son. Well, I have two beautiful sons in Rigatoni and Raymond. Um, you know, a great family, and I've got nothing to complain about. And I love that. I love that you're optimistic because you're usually the grumpy one. And I find it very interesting that as soon as the mic's turned on, you turned into, into a little 
positive Polly, and I'm over here being We're the going Grinch. into a new year. You got to be positive. Okay. Well, I'm going to remember that later when Jeff is literally outside doing a golf drill, just like, Sean, all the fucking bitch. <laughs> um, honey, I love you. Thank you for coming on my end of year re- review. I'm going to have a couple final words with our podcast listeners, but I'm going to let you get back to the driving range. Thank you. Thank you for that. I love you. I mean it. Let's think of a word for 2023. What's our word? Balance. Balance. All right. Stability. Love you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was a quick wrap up with the one and only the Italian stallion. Jeff is so funny. When I get him on the podcast, I'm like, Jeff, if I ask you a question, you got to then ask me a question back. Like he's just here and he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I want to learn how to boat. (laughs) I love him. We love him to death. You know, he and Robin always beg, let me get on the podcast. Let me get on the podcast. And then they get on the podcast and I'm just over here sweating, literally sweating like, Give me something. I just want to take the time to say, I know we're in this weird in-between time of the beginning, you know, what is the end of the year and the beginning of the year? And it's all cyclical and we don't know, is it a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Monday? Nobody knows what day of the week it is, what the date is, what the actual time is, where we are on, you know, our rotational tilt of the world. Are we in the Northern Hemisphere, Southern? I don't know where we are right now. All of that being said, I wanted to say thank you guys for the support. I'm so excited. I know I've been saying this for a while, but it's taken us a while to build out the podcast studio. It's almost done. So I can't wait um, to get these episodes on video so you guys can also enjoy them on YouTube and anywhere respectively that we're going to post it. But also, I just want to take the time to say thank you. Thank you for being such a big supporter of the podcast. Thank you for always having my back, for calling in. Please, please, please call in next week at 800-213-7503 with your, maybe your, your end of the year. Maybe you have a rose and thorn of the year. Something, an absolute yes that happened to you this past year and absolutely not. Because we're going to go into the year, new year, new me, fresh start, and let's get our goals and intentions right. I say that obviously with actual sincere intention, but also like a, a very heavy, heavy heaping spoonful of sarcasm as well. But if we can't giggle at the shit that we didn't accomplish in the last year, then what are we doing here? I love you. I mean it. I'm going to go on a quick vacation, get a little sunshine on these cheeks and this, this ass. And then I will see you back on the road. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. In January, I will be in Austin, Where else will I be? Places. I'll be in Augusta. I will be in Charleston. I will be all over the Southeast. And then y'all, I'm coming everywhere. I'm literally jizzing all over the place. Please get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Again, I will be in the next month, Austin, Texas, Augusta, Charleston. Then I'm hitting Cleveland, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Knoxville, Philly, Tysons, Virginia, Portland, Burlington, Denver, Boise, and the list continues. Can't wait to see you on the road. Thank you for being an avid listener. Call into the hotline and let's uh, get our asses ready for 2023. Love you, mean it. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.